Amen. Well, today is a special day. Good to hear my brother's going to share a little bit. Uh, Mr. Mike Bus Jagger. I asked him the other week, I said, man, would you be willing to share a little bit about what God's doing in your life? And he said, sure. You know, and the Bible tells us always be ready to give an account for what we believe and what our hope is in. And so when we're talking about a testimony, I wanted to break that down. What do you mean, buddy, by that? I'm talking about a power-filled declaration of your faith. When you speak out what God's been doing in your life, and that's really important because even if you look back all the way in Genesis in the beginning of the Bible, God spoke these things into existence. See, when our faith joins up with our words, right, and we align them with the Word of God, we start seeing some amazing things happen. And so what I want people to see today that, you know, I'll probably mention this a couple of things, uh, a couple of times throughout the day, is that, you know, you're going to be hearing from everyday people with everyday problems and situations, but walking with the extraordinary God. I pray that's your takeaway today, that God is with us, all right? And so, you know, the time was saying today, so, man, why don't we just prop open the door? I think that's great. I really believe that the anointing of the Lord is just going to carry out from this place yeah. and just going out into the community. And that's always our heart, that we can, can make an impact so much bigger than what we see. And the way we do that is following the plan that God has for us. And one of the things that we talk about all the time, we keep the promise, we, go, we want to make the most of every opportunity, share Jesus Christ with the world. That's what it's all about. So I want to take a few few minutes before I, I, I get Mike up here. And uh, you think that's going to be a good time today? Everybody say, yeah, 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 good. It's, it's really nice because what I, what I was telling him, I said, man, you know, I want you to enjoy yourself. You know, just share what God's doing. And it's something about that when we get to unleash what God's been doing in our life, it's very freeing and it encourages, it encourages folks. So when we're talking about this, everybody has a story Everybody brings value to the table. We talk about that a lot on Tuesday nights. Everybody brings such value to the table. And that's what I hope today, if you're hearing things and you say, you know, man, I had forgot about different things that God had done in my life. I want you to remember those and bring those things. Ask the Lord, the Holy Spirit, bring those to the forefront of your mind. Because, you know, when we start going in to some of the things that we deal with each and every day, um, we can get complacent and the volume of the world gets loud. But if we can reflect back on what God's done, we are walking from another place. We are walking, we are, we are going from victory to victory to victory, not, not being defeated. And that's what I hope we see today, how even in our darkest times, God's still shining his light among us, Amen. on his children. And so that's what I hope we can take a look at that. So today, we want to, uh, this is an opportunity to glorify God, sharing about the work that Christ has done and Christ is continuing to do. Amen? That's what I'm talking about right there. Something else, when I was writing this down, the Lord just gave this to me. And I said, man, I wrote it in red. Don't blow this, but don't forget. It cultivates our faith in our Lord, creating an atmosphere for the impossible to become a reality. I was like, you know, that's, that's what faith does. It takes what we think is impossible, and, and we, we, we package that with faith in Christ, and we start seeing the impossible come to a reality. This right here, in my mind that we're doing here today, was the impossible. But God gets the glory as we take those little steps of faith. God was so gracious with us once a month, every couple of weeks, you know. And now God's provided a home for us that will be starting October the 30th at Nine Cedar Road, right? That we can do that every week. That was our, our heart. We said, remember in the first year, said we want you guys to pray about this, that God will open a door and equip us so that we can do this all the time. So guess what? When you're thinking about a testimony there, that's the answer to your prayers. You know, we get to see that right there. So, it cultivates our faith in the Lord and brings forth the reality of God's promises. It strengthens our belief and reminding us in the things that God has brought us through and the things that God has promised us. 
You know, last week we talked a little bit about the promises of God. I want to encourage you, man. Dig into God's Word. Dig in each day to God's Word. And so with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Mike. And I want you guys to welcome him. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy what he has to share. And it's going to be an awesome time. So put your hands together for Brother Mike Buck Jackson. And he's going to share a little bit what God's been doing in his life. Get comfortable. You want to stand here? I don't know that I need a microphone. Oh, I want, I, want, I want to hear you. Go ahead. You get right here and look pretty, and I will, I will fix you up. All right? Because I want to make sure we got you loud and clear. How's that? How about that? accused of being quiet. That's what you're going to do. Do it up. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I'm very nervous. I'm not good at speaking in front of people. Uh, I'm not afraid to share my testimony about God. never am, but... Uh, just nervous about being in front of people. You know, as Buddy said, uh, testimony is a power-filled declaration of faith. And today I want to speak to you about faith. And it's not mine. It's the faith of God that he has in all his believers. Uh, usually you're used to hearing de- uh, testimonies about how people came to know the Lord. You know, I knew the Lord when I was a little kid, you know, so I've known him all my life. And, uh, but today I have a testimony about, like I said, about God's faith. Um, most of you know uh, me and my beautiful wife Bonnie and uh, but it's uh, and next week is the anniversary our second anniversary of being married and uh, I know that doesn't seem like a big deal a lot of y'all have been married a long time but you know with our story it's an amazing and fantastic big deal and uh, it's much too long for this time so I'm going to give you a condensed version um well, before I was married to Bonnie, before I knew her, I was married before. And I had been married for 25 years to uh, my beautiful wife, Gina. Um, you know, we had a wonderful life, you know, going to church, and we had everything planned in our life. We, you know, just built a room addition. We was planning for early retirement, all these things. Just like everybody here, you have plans and you make plans. Uh, but then she got sick. And within a week's time, you know, uh, she was having trouble breathing. And on our second trip to the emergency room, you know, I was there with her, and the doctors took her away for a CAT scan. And uh, it was the last time I saw her alive. So at 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 that uh, at that moment, it felt like my world ended. And you know, all the plans we made meant nothing. You know, didn't have anybody to have plans with. Everything, I had to give anything in the world to have her back. Uh, And I never felt so lonely. And I was living in absolute loneliness and despair. I was living, I was afraid, had no hope. And I really didn't want to live. And I think the only comfort that I had at all was the fact that knowing as a believer where she was. Amen. And, and uh, never take that lightly. That's the only thing that kept me going sometimes. And uh, I was living with a lot of hate. I was angry at the doctors. And I, I hated the doctors. And, uh, but I was also angry at God. And I couldn't understand how God could do this to me, how he could allow this to happen. Uh, you know, I mean, I was a deacon in my church. I was a leader of the praise team, studying the Bible. You know, I wanted to learn, and uh, 
But I think I was also living without the realization that these things, these tragedies in life, happen to believers too. They're not just for non-believers. You know, Jesus said that you will have trouble in your life. There's, you know, and, I, and so I think we need to be prepared for that. And uh, but as the months went on, I felt more alone. You know, I just felt isolated from everybody, family, friends. You know. Uh, and I have to say, one that was there for me all the time, all the time, was Buddy. And I think you guys know that already, because he's always there for you, too. But uh, but I was trying to fight this on my own. You know, just like I had so many different things in my life, you know, growing up and everything, just trying to fight on my own. Maybe it's a man thing. I don't know. You just, you just want to, you know, in this. Even now, it's like, you know, I'm not leaning on God and trusting God to carry me through this. And uh, for a while, just my anger and my hate was the only thing that kept me going. There was days I couldn't even hardly stand up. And uh, But then as time went on, God put this amazing woman right here in my life. And uh, she's a woman who is also known suffering in her life. But she's a godly woman. And oh, I'm so thankful for her. I'm grateful for her. And... Uh, and it, but it wasn't easy. It, you know, the, every, nothing was easy. You know, I wasn't supposed to be thinking about someone else or dating or anything. You know, and, and I just was still hanging on to this this anger, and I was just fighting on my own. Uh, so I continued to struggle, and I felt like everything was still falling apart. Didn't know what I was doing. You know, at, at this point in my life, and. Uh, I ended up pushing Bonnie and everybody else away, and I was all by myself. And uh, I wasn't, still was not allowing God and trusting in Him to take control. And uh, one night I was laying in the bed, and there were so many nights I just cried until I went to sleep. I was taking sleeping pills and just waiting for them to kick in. And uh, this particular night, I just felt lost, and I was desperate. And... Uh, And I, it was like I had no emotion whatsoever. And I just laid there in the bed. No more tears this night. No feeling. And I told God, I says, I'm done. I give up. I don't care about anything anymore. Yeah, I was tired of fighting. And I told him, if you want something in my life, if you got any plans for me, then you need to do something. And I still wasn't saying, you know, God, I'm sorry. I trust in you. It was just kind of a statement to him. I'm done. Can't fight no more. And uh, I couldn't do it on my own. But I believe that this is what God was waiting for. This is what He was waiting for me to surrender and to put my trust in Him and allow Him to work in my life for whatever His plans were. The amazing thing was, was the very next day, and remember I had isolated everybody, pushed Bonnie away, she wasn't, happy and uh, with the very next day I got a call from Bonnie and she had heard a sermon church that morning that led her to call me and uh, like I said it's an amazing story it's just it's too much to, to tell here today but uh, but here we are like I said about to celebrate our second anniversary and uh, 
just so in love, so happy, and it's amazing what God has done. Uh, you know, we we pray too that God allows us to have a long life together, and uh, we we make plans too. You you have to have plans in life. You can't you, you can't go through life. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but you still have to have plans. You know, and uh, we believe that God has plans for us to serve Him, and we're looking so forward to that in whatever capacity that is. And uh, you know, and for myself. We talk about faith. I know now what can happen in life, and I just pray that whatever comes, whatever troubles come in life now, that I will react differently, and I will put my faith and my trust in God and allow Him to carry me. And, uh, and I'm just so grateful for all that He's given for me, to me and, for, and to us. So, yeah, one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Um, and I guess what I would like for everybody to take away from this testimony is four things. You know, like I said, trouble will come our way. And we need to be prepared. Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And number two, no matter what, trust God. You see on all these little signs around on the road now and stuff, and it's it, what a simple, truthful statement. No matter what, trust God. Believe that God is with you when you're suffering, and that all things, in all things, He works for the good of those that love Him. He can take your circumstances and bring them around and bring you healing and peace and comfort and bring you and, and for His plans to you. And uh, it's just like the footprints quote, you know, where you're walking together, you see two footprints, two sets of footprints, and all of a sudden there's one in your times of suffering. And you ask God, like I did, hey, what's up? Why am I all alone here? And you know what he tells you. Those are my footprints. I'm carrying you. So, uh, and that had to be written by somebody that knew suffering. You know, it, 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 it knew, but also knew the grace and the love of God. So, uh, Number three, be grateful. Above all, be grateful for your life. Be grateful for all of those that God has put in your life. Be grateful for your family. Uh, even, even if you have them from just a short time. And uh, number four, most importantly, if you have not given your life to the Lord, if you're here today and you haven't given your life to the Lord, and proclaim Jesus as your Savior. Do not leave here today in the same condition you arrived in. Because uh, you can leave here today knowing by, by the grace of God and by the life that Jesus gave on the cross that your sins are forgiven and you'll have eternal life in heaven. Just like I know where Gina is now because of the sacrifice of Jesus, I know where she is. And that is a great comfort. And this is a greater decision than any decision you'll make in your life. So, thank you. Isn't that great? In the, in the midst of that, God works all things together for the good. Thanks for sharing. Mike's going to be around if you want to talk to him a little bit uh, after service. Um, and, you know, there's so many things we see 
And, and I remember when I got that call, I'm thinking, how do I respond? Whew, that's tough. I couldn't say, I know, what you, I know what's going on now. Sometimes we would just cry, you know? But we always had the hope. So I appreciate him sharing that today. And so that's, that's the whole thing, man. It's our hope in Christ. You know, over the last few weeks, we've kind of kind of did a little bit of a series and didn't even realize it was a series. We talked a little bit about our life as Christians drifting sometimes. We talked about that. Uh, it's so easy sometimes to kind of get our eyes off the prize and start looking at the things of the world. And before we know it, we're off course. We also finish that up realizing that God allows course corrections. Amen? Aren't you glad? And then God had us move over to where we're talking about cultivating the heart of the believer so the characteristics of Christ will come forth. And we talked about how God does that. We see how he did that in their life and continues to do that. And so today really felt led that now we could put some feet to that and show how God wants us to take it outside of the doors. Maybe it's inside of your workplace. Maybe it's to the community. Maybe it's to your neighbor. Maybe it's to your family. But I believe that God is preparing us and has been preparing us to be able to be equipped. He's, he's already redeemed us if we've called on the name of the Lord. And He, and he wants us to, to walk it out. So today I want to talk a little bit about our testimony. Mike, again, thanks so much. We talked about that powerful declaration of your faith in Christ. You know, I love it. very humble. Just come up here and say, you know, this is not, this is not my thing about me speaking but I will not back off of what God's done for me. Beautiful, powerful, God moving, working. You know, you think about that. Man, that's how God works. What did we say earlier? Everyday folks, everyday problems, but walking with the extraordinary God. We need to reflect that in our lives. And you know what? If you're here today and you say, well, man, I just don't feel like I'm reflecting too good. That's okay because you know what? God's going to take us and buff us out today with his word and give us a fresh start. Alright? So let's take a look at this. A witness for Christ. But what I want to do, I want to give you guys some scripture. You know I love to lace everything in God's word because I want the best for you. And I want you to know when you go somewhere and say, well, what do they teach? They teach the Bible. Amen. They teach the word of God. They back it up with scripture. Okay? So what we want to look at here, let's take a look at this. And this is about giving us great boldness and great zeal to share our story and our faith. And I picked this verse right here. It says, Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. I want to point out a few things there. Who, who's it all about? It's about God, right? It says, look at this. So many times it's difficult for us to, to tell our story. Sometimes it's tough. We say, man, I just... I'm not to that place. Well, that's okay. Because I believe God will bring you to that place if you allow Him. All right? So that's what I want to tell us today. You know what? You say, well, man, uh, I'm not one to get up and talk to people in front of a crowd or anything. That's okay. It might be the late phone call you get. It might be the person at work. And you know what? That's the whole thing. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. That's the good news. The death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because it is the power of God. Remember when you're sharing your story. Remember when somebody asks you about that, right? It's the power of God. It's the power of God. That's what we got to see today. That's what's cultivating in that heart the characteristics like we talked a couple of weeks ago coming to the forefront in our lives, right? And why is that? That brings salvation to just a few folks. No, everyone. 
Aren't you glad? Everyone, we qualify in Christ. You know, how many times, this is not even in there, how many times when you're a kid, you're the last one pick for hide and go seek or whatever? That hurts, man, you know? But you know what? God says you're his first pick. All you got to do is respond. Because he says everyone who believes. I hope today, just like Mike said, don't leave here today in the same condition if you don't know Jesus Christ. He's here ready for you to receive that. A lot of times we feel when we get ready to witness for Christ, we feel insecure. In, you know, we just, we, I don't know the Bible this month and I, I can't remember that verse. And we get all these things that we stack in between us and the truth. Because the truth is, we really have nothing without Christ. So if you just tell people about Christ and what He's done in your life, you'll be amazed what God will do with that. With your obedience in just the little things, God will grow that to the fullness of someone's salvation. Uh, I might have shared this last week. Um, it's worth repeating. You know, sometimes you just feel like you don't want to talk to anybody. Now, y'all probably don't believe that's me because it only happens like once every blue moon in my life because I love to talk to people. But you know what? We got to see... From just stepping out, a few weeks ago, I was just like, I had a lot going, and I was eating, and I was just going to eat and run, and I spent a few minutes with a man. I said, Lord, if this is the guy I'm supposed to talk to, it's not about me. And I got to witness to this fellow, and I got to talk to him, and as, as, as he was asking questions and we were talking, I found out real fast, it wasn't about my hamburger. It wasn't about him taking the break. It was about God being lifted up. And me being a witness for Christ. And you know what? A lot of times we want to see immediately the person give their life to the Lord right there. That didn't happen right then. And that's okay. Because I felt like I just want to be obedient to what he said. Do you know last week, I think it was a week before, the guy calls me. Because I told him, I say, man, can I pray for you before you leave? I got some literature, you know. We had some of the books and stuff. God uses a CD sometimes. He uses maybe one of the devotion books, you know. Because God's word never comes back void, right? So that's why we speak God's word, to see that it transforms lives. And guess what? I get this weird number on my caller ID. How many know you want to just say, I don't know them? If you're a pastor, you end up answering because you know what? It might be the God call. It was the God call. Hey, buddy. Yeah, man. Well, you told me to call you when I made that decision, brother, because that's who I am now. He said, you know, I appreciate everything you said. And I might have shared this, but simple things. How many times y'all hear me say, man, you can't plow backwards, dude. Let's just keep moving forward. I'm telling you here today, when I say you can't plow backwards, don't keep looking back where you blew it. Look forward to God and be not ashamed of the gospel. What is it? It's the power of God that brings salvation. It's not your track record that brings salvation. It's not how much you put in the pot that brings salvation. It's putting your heart in the hand of the Savior that brings salvation, all right? So I just want to share a little bit about that. You know something else when we look at this, when we share testimony and what God's doing and working through us, we get to see, just like we saw today with Mike sharing so gracefully and and, and graciously, the power of God at work, right? What, What happens? What happens then? It builds our faith and it glorifies God. It's a win win for the kingdom. It's a win win for the kingdom because when we put our words to what God's done, right? It opens somebody else's ears and heart to say, well, you think he'd do that in my life? You know what the answer is, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want us to know today how important our our testimony is. We talked about this again, and I, I can't say it enough. Everyday folks going through everyday stuff with extraordinary God. We got to keep moving. And you know what? 
The bottom line, just like what Mike was talking about and everything is, you know what the bottom line is? There's only one answer. It is Christ at work. There's only one answer. Christ at work. Aren't you glad that God doesn't give up on us? Even, I want, I want to pull a few things out there. Mike was very honest. And so it, it makes you very vulnerable. He said he was angry. He was mad. He was upset. We've had phone calls. We talk. He's being honest. Because he didn't understand how this could happen. But through the grace of God and God loving him showed him, you know what? I'm with you. I'm with you. He never left him. Even though sometimes we can be in a crowd and we feel like the only one there. God is still with us. And that's what I want us to see through this is that sometimes we might need to be the Jesus representing, the one representing Jesus to that person that's so lonely. And sometimes it might be just listening. Sometimes it might be just holding the door. Sometimes it might be calling that person that you've been prompted to call three, four, five, ten times and say, I was thinking about you. You know what? That could be your testimony. That could be a way that God works in your life, okay? So let's take a look. You guys got your, your handouts. I want to give you a few things to write down on there about telling our story, all right? It's Christ at work. We are nothing without Him. And by sharing our testimony, it builds faith and glorifies God. A few things to write down there. I'm going to give it to you again. It is Christ at work. We can do nothing without Him. And it builds faith and glorifies God. Did you see something in there? It's not about us. It's about Him. However, if God's working from the inside out and we are, are allowing Him to flow through us, we end up blessed in the process. It's about the proper mo- motive, the heart condition. Not what I can get. It's telling what you already got. You got Jesus. Amen? So let's move on here. Tim, you're amazing. Did anybody notice Tim's birthday? Oh, Oh, oh yeah. how in the world did oh that slip gosh. out? How did that slip out? Oh, oh well, well, we'll have to give him a little birthday celebration on the end. He's amazing, brother in the Lord. Take a look at this. Unleash the power. Now, that's one of the things we got on the sheet. I want to take a look at this. Let's read this, okay? First Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as the Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for your hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. What's it saying? It's to have a healthy respect for the Lord. Have a reverence for God, right? And always be ready to tell your story. Always be ready to tell your story. See, preparation is the key ingredient in everything we want to see results in. We need to prepare our hearts, our minds, our souls, and put on the full armor of God. That's why we are students of the Bible. That's why we study the Word of God. That's why we meet through the week. And that's why we send out devotions. And that's why we want to do these things. But I want to tell you what, whatever your schedule is, put God at the top. And sometimes, speaking to me first, I got to remember to put God at the top. Don't give Him what was left over. And if we put God at the top, He will direct our paths. Like we talked about, I think it was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 last week. We talked about that, okay? So let's look at this. When we're talking about unleashing the power, did you see how God took what Mike shared when Mike used God's word and pointed all the praise to God? I don't know about you, but I'm sitting back there going, mm, man, that's powerful. It was unleashing the power of God through his life. That's amazing. That's amazing. People say, well, I, I can't do Yes, you can. Because if God's doing a work in your life, be willing to share, right? Was it said? 
Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks. Ask you to give a reason for your hope and what you have. See, our hope is anchored to the truth of God's Word, which is Jesus Christ. See, that's the whole deal. That's what I pray today, that you know what? You know, we talked about that drifting boat a few weeks ago. Anchor up to Christ, man. He's the one. He's the captain of your salvation. That's the whole deal. We need to be plugged in to Christ. Now, you say, man, well, you know, I go to church or, you know, I read my Bible occasionally and things like that. I want to ask you something here. If you want to see power unleashed in your life, right, in any area of your life, I want to ask you a question. What are you passionate about? I'm going to tie it all together. If you are passionate about something, whether it's twirling a baton, whether it's fishing, whether it's your job, whether it's football, whatever it is. And you guys know me and Jess have been going to, and and, uh, Thomas and them, and, and even Denise went last week, to some of the football games. People get passionate about that. Sometimes I wish I wasn't in the so much passionate section when they're getting so passionate about that. You know? Goodness gracious. And I'm thinking, and I'm always looking at stuff and I'm looking for a sermon illustration and I'm seeing all these chairs filled up. And I go, how come we still got chairs that's not filled up? Because we got a better message. We got a life-changing message. Guess what? You won't lose with Christ. You will not lose with Christ. I did not say you will never have trouble. I did not say you never go through things. Mike just shared that. But he said, be of good cheer because Christ has overcome the world. See, that's what I want us to understand. I want to get back on this for a minute, this thought here, unleashing the power, right? When we look at this, I'm going to give you some words, uh, some God's words to go with this. When we t- we're passionate about something, what do we do? We invest in it. We take time, right? Whether it's football practice, whatever, just a few things coming in my mind. Whatever it is, your job, your work, relationships, take investment. You know what? You wouldn't have much of a relationship with your best buddy if you call him once a year or just when things are tough. It's ongoing dialogue. That's what God desires, a relationship, right? And it's able, we are able to have that through Jesus Christ, right? Do you take time in those areas? How much time do you invest in that? Now, think about this. Um, my big thing when I was coming up, I started playing guitar when I was about 14 years old. I played guitar every day. Every day up until probably I was in my 30s. Every day. That's what I loved. It. That was what I was going to do. I was going to make so much money, I was going to buy the block of Buckrow. Right? Because I knew my mama wouldn't move. So I just bought, bought a whole block, and then she'd have plenty of elbow room. I'm running a little short on that. <laughs> I'm running a little short on that. But God had something so much bigger. God took his grace and used that guitar as a crowbar into my life to serve him. Amazing. I was not thinking about serving the Lord with a guitar. I was thinking, wow, that sure is a pretty girl over here. I'm going to play guitar. You know? But you know what? That guitar won't hold nothing together. God will hold things together. You know what? That's what I see. God is, is the substance. God is the one. God is, is everything in, this, in this, this picture, okay? When we look at this, and we're talking about being passionate again, I want you to just take a few minutes and, and think what you're passionate about. I'm going to move on from that. When your heart and your soul connect with the truth of God's grace, it should produce a life that burns bright for Christ. I say it all the time. Can't argue with a changed life. Can't argue with a changed life. I, I, I love this, and I'm, I'm talking more from the, where I was playing music. People used to always say, man, when we used to play, we were playing all over the place. It was amazing. 
It was amazing to me that I would be playing for free, but they were paying me and people were lining up. I thought that was so cool, you know? And I'm thinking, they're paying for us to play this loud, you know? It's just so cool, right? And so I'm real passionate about this because you know what? I thought the money was a big deal, right? Guess what? We spent it all. It didn't matter. You know, we got bigger speakers, we got bigger lights, and the sound man charges more men. I don't go, how much you got love? I ain't got that much love. All right, so it didn't matter. But we were feeding that thing. We were feeding that machine, right? And it was just eating it up because it was worldly. But you know what? When we feed our hearts with the Word of God, what happens? He multiplies the blessing. He multiplies the understanding, the wisdom, the revelation, knowledge, so that we can be a blessing to others, so that we can unleash the power of God in our life to transform people's lives. That's what I'm talking about. I want to see that anointing working and the power of God moving in my life. You know? So people go, man, that was an awesome thing, man, over there at KTP. That was really cool. What are they talking about? Is this talking about God moving and working? Really? Really? Yeah, really? He, he, he's got more than enough, right? So I want to give you some words to go with this. It's, it creates a power that needs to be unleashed, right? Look at your handouts. Check this out. Talking about the transformation. Guess what God can do, right? He can take brokenness and turn it into wholeness. I'll give you some word on that. You can write this down and read this. It'll be a little homework this week. Psalm 23, he restores my soul. That's how he takes brokenness and restores, all right? What else happens? It turns death to life. See, we were dead to the things of God, but now you're alive. Give you some word on that. Spend a little time in Ephesians chapter 2, being alive in Christ. A little homework, a little something to chew on when you go home. Because I always want you guys to, to dig in and continue to, to flex some spiritual muscles, okay? What else happens, right? It brings oneness, it brings unity and peace and power. And you can see about that in Ephesians chapter 1, 3 through 10. And this last piece I got for you right here on this slide is this. It brings freedom. Man, we get bound up to sin so bad. And we go, how in the world did I get here? I'm telling you today that today you can break that bondage with the Word of God and the truth of God's Word and the forgiveness of God and His redemptive power through Jesus Christ's blood that was shed, all right? Check this out, Galatians 5.1. It is freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Then, and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. See, sin is just bind us up. But God's about freedom. And it's not freedom to do anything you want. It's freedom to serve Him because you've been bought with a price, right? You've been redeemed. Remember the old coupons? You take a coupon, it's been redeemed. They give you something back. You bring your heart to God and put your faith and trust in what Jesus Christ did. He says, you know what? I'm going to make you new. Aren't you glad it's not just a paint job, a little body work, a little bondo. It's a regeneration from the inside out. God wipes it clean. Mike said something I was thinking about this last night. And he said he came to a point in his life, just submission. He says, I'm done. I'm done. Have you guys ever come to this point in your life where you try to fix it so much? And this is my, my, my saying, I'm done. I go, all I got is the blood of Christ. In a word of my testimony. That's all I got, man. I can't redo yesterday. You can't redo yesterday. You can't undo yesterday. You can say you're sorry. You can turn from it and repent. Get our minds back and focus on what God has for us today, man. But I'm going to tell you, if you got the blood of Christ, He will wash you and set you free. That's what I want us to understand about the freedom of God, all right? I'm going to pick up a little speed here. Everybody doing all right so far, right? Amen. Good, good, good. Take a look at this. 
The last thing I got on the, on the sheet is how do we put feet to this faith? How do we put feet to this testimony, okay? This is what I call a circle of impact. Matthew 5, 16 says, Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. I want to break this down here. It says, you know what? That they may see your good works. You didn't qualify because of your good works. He wants to see your good works because God is working from the inside out. Right? You know, that's how God works. He wants us to be a mirror of Christ. So this is what I, I got for you guys this week. Who do you know in your family that needs Jesus? Who do you know at your workplace that needs Jesus? Who do you know in your neighborhood that needs Jesus? And what I, what I want to encourage you to do is declare a thing. Write their names down somewhere, maybe on, the, in, on something in your Bible, and pray over those folks. And say, Lord, I, I, I just ask you right now in the name of Jesus to bring folks in to this person's life. Lord, use me in some manner this week to impact their life for Christ. Right? If it's my testimony, if it's my listening, whatever it may be, there's a circle of impact. Everybody goes shopping. Everybody's got bills to pay and, and, and everybody's uh, working or serving or doing something. We're built for relationships from the very beginning. So in that relationship, what are we bringing to the table? I pray that this is what's going on in our lives. I pray that we are declaring a thing such as this, that we are declaring the goodness of God, right? Just like I said, it was the power of God. Remember in the first slide we talked about that? Always be willing to give account what you believe. You know? If that's what it's all about. And if you can put that together, you'll be amazed how God will take those pieces and weave a beautiful mosaic design and say, wow, this is what's going on in my life. Guess what? There's still things that we're just in. If you wait till it's perfect, you missed it. God's perfect. Jump on. I always say this. We want to do another CD, but we've been kind of busy. We did three, four CDs, right? I always say, we didn't do the first CD Fourth. What do you mean, buddy? If I'd have waited to do the first one, it had never got done. But we did the best we could with what we had at the time, and God blessed that. And then He taught us some things, and we did the next one. And He taught us some things, and He's teaching us now. I'm saying, step out, man. I'm saying, step out. Don't let the devil capture you into thinking that your tomorrow has totaled your today. God is willing for a new start today. Christ's blood was poured out so that we can have freedom, redemption, second chances, and moving on. And so as we get ready to wrap this up, I want you guys to listen to this. Remember what I said? It's a little homework. This week I like to do some interacting stuff. You know what? That person that God has put on your heart, Write their name down and pray over it every day. Something else. Pray for your church every day. Pray for your pastor every day. You know, please. You know, because you know what? We're all walking in this thing together. But as we walk hand in hand, unity brings strength. Unity brings strength. It brings that oneness. God is not about division. God is about oneness. And when we see that, that's where we see the power. I wrote this down here, and I want to make sure I got this and, and, and share this with you. Unleash the power of God into the arena of hope and watch it become a reality. I keep talking about the impossible 
in the reality. The impossible in the reality. On your own, it's impossible to be saved. On your own, it's impossible to figure it all out. But what you can do is take what you have and say, I'm done, Lord. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, I'm going to walk it out with you. That's what it's about. And you know what, guys? Every week we say that same thing. You know why? Because you're worth it. Because you're worth it. Because God has, has, has given us a commission to share the gospel message. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. And we can do it in a number of different ways. We can do it through a testimony. We can do it from praising the Lord. We can do that from sharing and giving and doing. And, and I want you to know that God will honor that if our motives are right. So what I want you to, to know today that you have a circle of impact. Whether it's your family, your friends, co-workers, neighbors, or whatever it may be. God is at work in your life. So check this out. How are we going to do that? When we come out of here, we're going to let it shine, man. We're going to let it shine. Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him, being the enemy, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I want you guys to think about that for just a second. That's how we overcome. It's not by figuring it out. It's not by serving more, giving more, doing all these things. Those things come out of a regenerated heart from the inside out. After God's done transformed your life and continues to renew your mind, God is still working in that. Because guess what? We are secure in Christ, right? But guess what? We're still learning and He's still working on us. Just like the first album first, second album second. Oh, younger folks. First CD first, second CD. My kids go, what's an album? You know? But you know what? It's not a bad thing to have a good day in church, is it? Have a little fun, share a little testimony. Eat a few things, laugh, sing happy birthday to Tim and all those good things. See, that's the thing. This is community. This is where things get done. This is where God does His work, right? In the heart of His people. In, in His home. It's not about a building. It's about the kingdom of God in your life and that we transform and take that out. So, I got one little thing I want to share with you guys as Miss Tanya comes up. And uh, I, I just want to say again, thank you guys so much. We overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. It's by the sacrifice of Christ, His shed blood that paid for our sin. It's a victory for us when we confess the Lord as our Savior, trusting in Him. So you know what, guys? We're going to do this a little different today. I'm going to ask everybody to stand to the feet. And I, I want to pray for us. And, and just as we close out, I want us to take a few minutes and reflect on this. When we do our small group, I always say this. What's your takeaway? What I mean by that? If there's one thing that God showed you today, and somebody asked you when you leave here, if your waitress at the, at the place you're going to go eat asked you, what did God show you today at church? Would you have one thing? Would you have many things? You don't have to blurt it out. I just want you to think. As we're praying, I ask you to close your eyes. What is the one thing that God spoke to your heart today? All right? Think about what that is. And then I want you to grab hold of that in faith and walk it out this week in His power and in His grace and in His mercy and watch how He transforms your world, right? Now, if you're here today, just like Mike said, and we, we, we always make an opportunity for you to receive the greatest gift ever given, and that is that of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're here today and you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, let me just help you with that. Jesus in John 14, 6 says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. What are you talking about, buddy? I'm saying that you can't do it on your own. 
It's all about Jesus and His sacrifice. That's how we overcome. So if you're here today and you never ask the Lord to forgive you for sin and come into your life, if that's your prayer today, I'm just going to ask you, pop your hand up. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to come where you are. I'm going to pray for you right where you're at. Amen, amen. Because you know what? This is your prayer. This is what the Word says. If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, we will be saved. That's what it's all about, guys. And then we walk from there. So what I want to say is we have an amazing God that is compassionate and passionate about you. We have an amazing God that's about forgiveness. We have an amazing God that we need to reverence and respect, right? And remember that He did it all for you. So Father, I thank you that uh, we had a privilege today of hearing about your work in my brother's life. And there's so many other stories here, Lord. And I pray that, uh, that they are, are just amplified throughout to the masses, Lord, that people will hear the goodness of their God. So I ask you to give us zeal, boldness, Lord, understanding and wisdom, Father, as we go from this place today and share your testimony. Father, I thank you for all you do. I thank you for the ones you bring here today. For those that couldn't make it, I ask you just to be with them, Father. We just lift up every need in this place today for each person, whether it's financially, whether it's healing, Lord, whether it's, it's, it's overcoming a sickness, just like your word shows us that we can overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Thank you, God, for loving us like you do. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, you know we can't send you out without a song. Is that all right? Yeah, somebody say amen if they have a good time today. Yeah. Alright. Good, good, good. Because we're going to keep it going here. Guys, it is such a privilege to come and share God's word with our family here. I am looking for great things that God's going to do. Not because of us, but because of His grace and His mercy. And we're going to continue to stand on His word and His promises to see Him impact this place for Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Sit in